The strongest man in the Bible had to learn the reality of his own weakness and the true source of strength. Today, we learn spiritual truths from the life of Samson. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we journey through the Word of God. There is no substitute for the moving of the Holy Spirit of God. Now, there is nothing that flesh can produce uh, that equals or that substitutes for what only God can do. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. In Judges chapter 13, we're looking at the Holy Spirit in Samson's life, and the very first thing we learn is that the Spirit of the Lord began to move him at times. Now, there's several different thoughts here in this particular verse. One is that he desires to begin moving on people's lives early on. Notice that the Spirit of the Lord began to move him when he was just a child. The previous verse says, And the child grew, and the Lord blessed him, and the Spirit of the Lord began to move him at times. You see, I believe that early in life, young men and women must learn to yield themselves to the God of creation. They must learn to yield themselves to the Lord Jesus Christ and to the control of the Holy Spirit. When we talk about the Holy Spirit, this is not some spooky, mystical thing. It's spiritual for sure, but it's real, my friends. The Holy Spirit is not a force. He's a person. He's not an it. He is a person. And He's very real. Imagine if someone moved into your house and lived there for 20 years and you never talk to them, and you never listen to them. Someone says, well, that sounds strange. Sounds like some marriages, but that's a subject for another Bible study, I'm sure. And yet there are people that 20 years ago asked the Lord Jesus to come live in their life, and the Holy Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, moved into their house, into their heart, and yet they've neglected Him for 20 years. They never speak to Him. They never listen to Him. They have no real relationship or daily communication with Him. I tell you, that's not the way it's supposed to be. Early in life, we must learn to yield ourselves to the control of the Holy Spirit. And uh, pray for your children today. Pray that they will get acquainted with the sweet Holy Spirit of God. You see, the Holy Spirit gives wisdom for life. He gives boldness and courage. Uh, he gives assurance. He gives direction. Everything your child needs, the Holy Spirit can work in them, can produce in their life in a much better way than you can, by the way. Pray that they'll come to know the Holy Spirit. And if you're a young person, may I say to you, get acquainted to the God who moved into your heart on the day you got saved. Get acquainted with Him. Learn to love the Holy Spirit and to listen to His promptings and to yield yourself every day to His control because His desire is to begin moving in the life of young people. Something else that I noticed is that His moving brings supernatural blessing. Did you notice that the end of verse 24 says the Lord blessed him and the beginning of verse 25 says the Spirit of the Lord began to move him? I think those two things are always connected. You see, it is not the blessing that we should seek, it is the blesser. Recently I was seated next to a man on an airplane, a very well-off man who's retired businessman now, and he was headed to one of his vacation homes. We had a wonderful conversation, but he didn't know the Lord. He knew nothing about Christ and really was not interested. 
But he, he, he asked a few questions. He listened to my testimony and listened to the gospel. At the end of our conversation, I said to my new friend, I said, I'm going to pray something definite for you. I'm going to pray that at this season in your life, you who have been so blessed, and he's a blessed man, material blessings, family, great job, great life, health, all of that. I said, I'm going to pray that you will come to know not just the blessings of life, but the blesser. The one who gave you all of this to enjoy. The one who's been so good to you. Well, I think we must teach people that the blessing is connected to the Spirit of the Lord. And so, when we allow our life to be filled with God, the Lord brings the blessing with Him. Then, something else that struck me was the wording here, and the Spirit of the Lord began to move Him at times. Now, we know the Holy Spirit's always present. He is the ever-present God, and we know He's always at work. And yet there are times, there are those moments, uh, divine appointments where God awakens a man. That's why the Bible says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he's near. It's not that God is distant. It is that there are moments, though, when we allow things to come between us and God. And when there are those moments that the Lord really draws nigh to us and begins to soften and tender our hearts and work in us and move on us, oh, I want to say to you, friend, don't miss those moments. Don't miss those times where God is trying to get you to move forward for the glory of God. Uh, don't stay stationary while He's on the move. If God is moving and you're going to be in step with Him, walk in the Spirit, be in step with the Spirit, then you're going to have to move when He says move. When He says stop, you stop. When He says go, you go. When He says change course, you change course. Because He's doing the moving. And then something else, please don't miss this, the moving of the Holy Spirit came during hard circumstances. Remember that Samson was born into bondage, that his, his family was living in an era in Israel where they were under the control of the Philistines. And this ought to encourage all of us because it doesn't matter how wicked the world is, you can still be filled with the Holy Spirit. It doesn't matter how bad your circumstances are, the Holy Spirit is enough for what you're dealing with. Greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. The question is not, is the Holy Spirit moving? The question is, are you in tune with Him? The question is, are you in step with Him? Are you yielding to the moving of the Holy Spirit of God? You see, Samson is not Samson without the Spirit. Uh, there is no strength without the Holy Spirit coming and working in this man and moving on this man. And the Holy Spirit of God wants to move and work in your life today. You see, He is the breath of life in creation. He's the breath of life in regeneration. He makes you new at the moment of salvation. He's the breath of life that came in inspiration. How do you think you got your Bible? Uh, scripture is given by inspiration of God or the very breath of God. He's the breath of life in evangelization. He, he came like a mighty rushing wind on the day of Pentecost and empowered the church and filled those believers so they could go forth with a message of Jesus Christ. Well, I want to say to you, He's still breathing on people. He's still moving on people. Uh, do not neglect the sweet Holy Spirit. Many a person that would never reject Him neglects Him. Uh, many a person that would say they believe in the Holy Spirit and they believe that He's God and they do believe He came to live in them when they got saved is now living a life that never considers Him. You are neglecting the person of the Holy Spirit. And friend, when you miss His person, you miss His power. Do you remember Samson 
was a Nazarite. And one of the vows of the Nazarite was that he was not allowed to drink wine, any of the fruit of the vine. Why was that? Well, I think one of the great messages of that is that he was not to be controlled by anything but God. Totally different appetites. And I'm thinking now of Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 18, where the Bible says, And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. You see, everybody's moved by something. Everyone is controlled by something. And I wonder, what controls you? Uh, the Apostle Paul in one place talked about things that even may be permissible, but he says, I will not be brought under the power of any. Don't allow anyone or anything to control your life but the Holy Spirit. Only God is worthy of having that place in your life. And if you're going to fulfill God's purpose in your life, you must learn to yield to the moving of the Holy Spirit and believe that the same Holy Spirit that empowered Samson will empower you. And He doesn't want to do it just occasionally. Oh, He wants to do it consistently. He wants you to continually be filled. Yield your life to the control of the Holy Spirit today. Samson is a reminder to us all that our strength is in God alone. Thank you for joining us today. Visit scottpauley.org for additional resources and an archive of all of the Enjoying the Journey episodes. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again soon.